Welcome to Let's Talk About Bliss, the perfect side dish to your already almost perfect Takus Day, where we talk bliss, life, learning, and fun. I'm Heather, CEO and founder of Connecting to Bliss Coaching and a Jay Shetty Certified Life and Success Coach, NLP practitioner, and lover of most all things. I am here to share all that I have learned about bliss in a real, vulnerable, and fun way. Together, we will journey through this awesome life, hopefully eating as many tacos as possible. So sit back, grab your salsa, cheese, and tacos, and let's connect to our bliss. Hello, 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 hello. You have got Heather Stewart here, uh, and you found your way to Let's Talk About Bliss. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for showing up and listening today. I really appreciate you and... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to show up today to talk about acceptance. Um, first, I just wanted to address, my podcast is late again this week. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm admitting this because I think it's, it's always important to be real. And my realness in this moment is the fact that I haven't necessarily been super motivated to do my podcast recently. Um... I'm not exactly sure why. I have to try and figure out exactly what's kind of preventing me from moving forward in in recording these episodes. I mean, you can make lots of excuses like life is happening, there's tons going on, it's summertime, I'm busy. But the reality is, is that I made this commitment to this podcast and I have not been motivated. So I'm going to do my own work and try and figure out what's happening for me on that end. But regardless, I was inspired this morning to record even though I'm late. Sometimes that's what you have to do, right? Even though you're late and even though it's not maybe turning out the way you thought or um, it's not turning out the way you expected or had committed to, like sometimes late's better than never, right? And just accepting that that's the way it is this week. It's late, but I'm not going to not do it. And I guess that really seamlessly leads me to my conversation about acceptance. (laughs) Um, And why I was inspired to talk about this today is because I was talking with one of my clients this morning about acceptance and and especially understanding and and figuring out the tools to accept things that we don't like in life. Because generally speaking, if it's something that we want or that we're excited about and it happens, we're like, yeah, there's no problem accepting that, right? Like it's not something that that it it's a struggle for us to accept where it comes to being a tricky thing is when there's things in our life people in our life situations scenarios that we don't like and figuring out a way to accept that now I used to be a control freak flat out used to be a control freak. I would hate it when things were out of my control. If I didn't have control over the situation, out of all the situations, I was not a happy kid. Now, I wasn't like outwardly unhappy. I wasn't mean about it. I wasn't all the things, but I would definitely struggle internally around not being able to control the outcome of a situation. And I've worked a lot on acceptance and sure it's, I'm not perfect at it. I mean, I know that I'm still a control freak in some situations, but I definitely am more aware of practicing acceptance and releasing control. And 
I truly believe in, in my journey and witnessing the journey of my clients and the people that I work with and my even my close friends and family, like acceptance is a key factor in, in life and being able to live a life that we can feel good about. And if we can master the art of acceptance, so many things get released from us like they just float away things like so much of our anger that we feel towards people and around situations stems from a lack of acceptance a lot of frustration that we feel is also stemmed from a lack of acceptance so much guilt we have around who we are and what we do and don't do and other people like a lot of that has to, it stems from a lack of acceptance, judgments, failed expectations of yourself and others, the pressure that we feel every single day. Oh my gosh, if you go back to the, the, the core of that, a lot of that has to do with like accepting our limitations and accepting the fact that we don't have control over everything. And it, and, it, and it comes from like that, that pressure that we feel is us not being able to accept those things and being let down by people and by situations. So much of that can be released magically if we learn to accept. Now, what is acceptance? It is truly about allowing things um, to be as they are. And it's the... Failure to accept what is that causes so many problems for us. And this can come in the smallest of situations or really, really large situations. And what I was talking to my client today about was actually like a pretty serious big thing around accepting the life and death journey. And I mean, I've spoke about this before in my own um, journey in, in grieving my, my dear mother-in-law, I've kind of come to realize that that grief is a lack of acceptance of what is. When, when you go to the root of grief, it's, it's not accepting that, that that person is gone and feeling so much sadness and, and so much like emptiness that they're gone and not accepting it. I'm sure there's a lot more. I'm not, I'm not a grief-informed co- coach, but that's what I feel in my journey in this grief is that I, when I feel the most sad and the most uh, in the depths of grief, it's because I'm not accepting that she's gone. And that's, again, just my journey. But when I was talking to my client today about acceptance, we were talking about the acceptance of ourselves getting older and our spouses and partners and family members getting older and the acceptance of that journey as well as the inevitable journey towards our own ending on this earth. And what I was thinking about when I was speaking to my client today around acceptance was that if we actually are able to accept things in our life not settle for them, of course. There's absolutely always things that we can do to um, better ourselves in every situation, whether or not it's changing the scenario or, or the details of a situation or just how we feel about the situation, but accepting them the way they are. And 
what freedom that allows us to gain in our life and what allows us to fill the gap that is was previously filled with like the anger and the frustration and the guilt and the judgments and the failed expectation and the pressure and and being let down what can we fill those gaps with in our life if we don't have those things like can you imagine how much patience and how much love and how much kindness and gratitude and empathy we would be able to fill in the gaps that we currently fill with anger and frustration and guilt and judgments like wow life would be fully transformed if I was able to convert all of my guilt into love like and and this is a journey I'm on every day and it will be a journey until the day I die until I take my last breath I know it will be a journey for me but I'm 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 here talking about it because I want to share the tools that I found that have helped for me so far and I will continually talk about this subject because I think it is such an important part of our journey towards feeling good every day and empowering ourselves with what we can do to make sure that we are feeling good. So I wrote a list of things that I know that I have done and I've seen work for other people in regards to especially accepting the things that we don't like. (laughs) Because again, it's easy to accept the things we like, but it's harder to accept the things we don't like. Like eating a meal you don't really like. You know, it's kind of hard to choke that thing down, but when you get a pizza in front of me, I will devour that thing. (laughs) Or tacos, I should say. So one of the things, so first thing on the list that I'm going to talk about today, um, and I actually learned this because one of my good friends is actually in um, the AA program, and one of their mottos is to accept what they have control over and let go of what they don't. There's a very poetic, great statement that they repeat every single time they they do these um, affirmations. I don't know what it is. All I know is it's basically a reminder, a constant verbalized reminder to let go of the things that are not in your control and to accept what is. So it is one of those things that you have to constantly remind yourself because our our mind doesn't like letting go of things. Our mind is one of those things that loves to hang on to stuff, especially when it's not going our way. And that's part of our ego being like, well, you deserve all the things that you want in your life. Why the hell aren't you getting them? So we need to be conscious. We need to be bigger than our ego. Our conscious mind has to be bigger than our ego and to remind ourselves to be like, no, that's not in my control. That terrible driver that just cut me off is not in my control. I can only control what I do to avoid said bad driver or how I react after said driver has driven away. I don't know why I constantly use traffic as a visualization, probably because I spent so much of my time in traffic before, but anyway. Accepting what is in your control and letting go of what is out of your control and just constantly reminding yourself of that. Another exercise that I've seen help me, and I talked about this recently in a workshop that I that I hosted, I was really struggling with a decision or a situation. It was a situation, sorry, excuse me. It was a situation going on in my life and I talked to a life coach friend of mine and he said... Heather, what if you stop and look at everything that you don't like about your life right now and begin to see how you are choosing that in your life every day? 
And instantly, obviously, I wanted to give him the finger and like say, frig off, loser. Like, I'm not choosing this terrible life or this terrible situation. I don't even remember what it was. But he said, he calmed me down. <laughs> he calmed me down and said, no, Heather, just stop and think about it. Oh, it was my job. That's what it was. I was, I was frustrated because I had a long commute. And I was telling him how I really wanted to not have this long commute. And I was really frustrated with my life and all, like, it just, like, snowballed into my life was shit even though I had this commute he's like what if you stop and look at your life as a sea of choices that you are choosing every day so he said to me he, he started asking me these questions like okay do you choose to get up and go to that job every day and instantly I was like well no I have to earn the job I have to earn the money blah 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 he's like no Heather are you choosing every day to get up and go to that job and like I was obviously like, yes, of course, but I feel like I had to. He's like, stop with the butts. Just, are you choosing to go to that job? Yes, I am choosing to go to that job. Did you choose the house that you're in? Well, yeah, but it's because I couldn't afford anything close to the city. No, no butts. Did you choose to buy the house that you are currently in knowing that it was an hour and a half commute away from your work? Yes, begrudgingly. (laughs) But what that exercise did is it really deflated my ego around the choices, the the situation. So the reason that my ego was so upset about this is because it, it felt like I deserved to have a big, beautiful house close to the city and not have to have a big commute. But what this exercise did is it deflated my ego and said, I made these choices. This is my bed and then I have to lay in it or... I can make choices moving forward to change the situation. And it gave me such power and it really allowed me to accept the choices that I had made. It's like, yep, I have made these choices. I signed the, the, the real estate agreement. I signed my employment contract. I knew what I was getting into, so I have to accept that. And I can make different decisions and choices moving forward. So it really helped me. May or may not help you, but I know it really helped me. Next on the list is to focus on what um, you need and what you can do for yourself. So sometimes we're faced with situations where we have to accept things, especially when it comes to behaviors or beliefs or another person. So when you have another person in the mix, it can really complicate things because we're constantly trying to um, navigate through existing around someone else let's say our partner our children and and this is a big thing for me when I became a mom is that I want to and need to accept my daughter for who she is she's a seven-year-old kid right now she was six before and five before she's a kid she is a kid she's a typical kid that loves to do kid things and what I was fighting against before was the acceptance of her kidness. I wanted her to be more adult-ish and that wasn't the case. So I needed to work on ways to accept how she was and obviously I can't change how she was. I don't want to change who she was or how she was but the thing that I did have control over are the what I did for myself and what I needed to do in those moments. So like, let's say for example, my daughter was having a fit and it was like a a terrible two tantrum. And 
it was hard for me to accept that she was having a terrible two tantrum. But instead of, instead of fighting with myself to accept the terrible two tantrum, I needed to shift my focus to, okay, what do I need in this moment? How can I accept myself for what I need in this moment? I'm, I'm triggered by this. I'm getting angry from this. So what do I need to do in order to look after myself? So instead of focusing on trying to accept her, which is really hard for me and not something that I was fully able to do in that moment because of my fight and flight response, how can I switch my focus and my energy and my intention on how to look after myself? So less about her and because I can't change her, I can't change her situation, I can't change how old she is or how annoying she is having this little two-year-old two tantrum, what can I focus on for me? Because that's what I can control. So that really helped me with the acceptance because once I started looking after myself and taking care of my own needs, the acceptance level that I felt like I needed to have around that two-year-old tantrum dissipated. I didn't need to accept that as much because I was, I realized that the problem was actually with me, it wasn't with her. That I have enough patience if I'm taken care of um, to deal with a two-year-old tantrum, but I needed to make sure that I had the resources to be able to have the patience that she needed from me in that moment. Another thing that's really helped me, and I've seen helped a lot of people, it's another mantra and something that you can use to remind yourself in those really, really, really triggering moments. You say to yourself, everyone is doing their very best with the resources and knowledge they have available to them in that moment. And I know I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but it is so important. It is so important to realize that no one is out there trying to do a shitty job. Nobody is out there trying to disappoint people. Nobody is out there trying to be a bad person. They may make bad decisions and they may do bad things, but if you get down to the root core of it, it's either out of desperation or just not knowing. Not knowing better and feeling like that's the only option that they have. They're trying to take care of themselves the best way that they know how with the knowledge and, and, and understanding that they have in that moment. Someone cuts you off in traffic. That person is just doing their best to get to where they need to go or they're just doing their best dealing with the situation that they're currently going through. Um, someone um, snaps at you and says something really hurtful. They're just doing their best. Yes, it may not be amazing. It may be a terrible thing, but in that moment, that is their very best. Nobody sets out to do a crap job. Nobody sets out to be terrible. So accepting that someone is doing their very best, and yes, it may not be amazing, but knowing that they are doing their best allows you to fully be like, okay, they're doing their best. They've got some work to do, but I'm okay accepting them for who they are. And maybe I can work towards having an impact on them. Maybe I can work towards helping them. Maybe I can feel a little bit of empathy and compassion for them because if this is their best, something is truly going on for them. So switching from the judgments to the empathy and compassion and understanding and allowing yourself to be curious about their situation. I wonder what is going on for them to make them feel that this is their best. Asking questions and connecting to people, connecting with people to help you understand what they're going through. Another one that is helpful is just learning to sit back and enjoy the ride. And a visualization that I use around this, <laughs> 
I love animals. I love the ocean. I love sea turtles. And so I did this course a couple years ago and it, it used a visualization of when you're in those really high trigger moments, struggling to accept things, really angry or frustrated or, or feeling a lot of guilt or judgments or whatever it is to close your eyes. I think I've talked about this in the past too, rubbing your fingers together so strongly that you can feel the ridges of your fingers. And the visualization that was um, that I was given, that I was blessed with in this course was to picture yourself on a surfboard. And I picture myself in like the ocean of Hawaii on a surfboard, crystal greeny blue water underneath, and there's waves. And those are the waves of life that go up and down and up and down. And all I'm doing is I'm riding the waves. I'm riding those waves as best as I possibly can. I'm trying to keep myself um, stable and I'm trying to keep myself safe on the um, on the surfboard. And I just happen to look down and there's like three or four big giant sea turtles <laughs> swimming underneath me. And even though I might be in a high moment or a low moment, I'm just riding those waves, watching those sea turtles and I'm just having the best time. So why I talk about this is it's kind of one of those reminders to be like, this is a journey. This is a ride. This is like standing in line at Disney World waiting for um, the big big ride. And we're on the ride. Like we're here. We're in it right now. And if you can't enjoy it, what's the point? What's the point of getting so frustrated and so guilty and so filled with rage and judgments and expectations? And if you can't enjoy things, like I want to enjoy my life. I want to feel as though I'm living it to the best of my ability. And I know if you're listening to this, you have that same feeling. You don't want to go through life feeling all these negative feelings like, frustration and anger like I know you want to enjoy life there's no way that you're listening to a podcast called let's talk about bliss and don't want to enjoy life so using a a visualization like that and just understanding that like this is part of life and nobody ever said life was going to be easy but riding it out and just being like wow look at this this is so crazy but I'm going to enjoy it as much as I possibly can so you can use that visualization if you want to. I'm happy to share it with you. It's one of my favorite, especially in those like really high trigger moments. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. Buckle up, princess. You're on the surfboard. You're in some heavy waves right now. But look at those turtles. They're there. And they're reminding you that life is beautiful, no matter what's happening. The last thing I want to share with you, it's comes down to somewhat of a disciplined behavior in understanding that you have a choice on how you get to feel. And I know I've talked about that actually a lot in the last few podcasts. But when you're in a moment of, let's say, again, I think this usually comes up when you're dealing with other people because we can't control what other people say or do or their behaviors or anything really when it comes to other people. And so understanding that you get to choose what feels better for you you get to choose the thoughts and patterns and behaviors that feel better to you 
and that it's an empowering practice to be in a situation that you don't like is an outcome that you don't desire and know that you can still choose to feel good in those situations. I know it sounds super hokey and like, but it's true. It's so true. I'm trying to really quickly think of an example that I can, I can give to you. I'm just going to pause this for a second and have a little think. Hang on. I think this the following Sunday that I realized I didn't do my yoga on the Saturday. And instead of being hard on myself, instead of getting harsh with myself, because that was my knee-jerk reaction to be like, ugh, here you go, you're only in week, like not even a full week into the challenge that you've already failed. I stopped myself and I chose a different pattern of thought that helped me feel better. And that's just it. I, I just stopped myself. I was like, girl, that does not help me. I need to accept that I didn't do the yoga yesterday because it is what's true. I can't change that. And I'm going to choose not to be harsh with myself. And I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to recommit to myself that the following day I'm going to do two yogas to try and catch up. And that's, and that's so important for us to be able to choose. But it takes some preparation in order to figure that out. First, you need to figure out like, what don't you want to think? <laughs> what don't you want the internal monologue to say? And what do you want to say instead? And I know I've harped on about that so many times in the last podcast, but it's just really empowering to know that you don't have to subscribe to thoughts and beliefs that don't feel good. You can actually change those things. And that is a really key thing when it comes to acceptance because acceptance is, again, one of those things that you... you receive what is and you stop fighting against what isn't so when you don't have acceptance it's because you're fighting what is what isn't real um and so for me in that yoga situation I my first reaction was the harshness and guilt and the shame with myself around not doing the yoga and so I wasn't accepting it because it was like well no you should have done that but I didn't so I needed to accept that and just move forward choosing how I wanted to feel moving, like how I wanted to feel to enable me to feel better so I could start up again. Because if you live in a place of harsh judgments, uh, anger, frustration, it's not going to feel good for us. It doesn't feel good. It's not a good vibration. It's not going to enable us to create an environment for us to thrive if we're continually feeling these feelings. So acceptance is such a big part of that. So yeah, if you struggle with with accepting what is, and even if it's just the little things, girl, boy, I feel you. Like I have been there. But I encourage you to try some of these tools that I've given you today and just work little by little, minuscule step by minuscule step every single day because you deserve to not have to feel like you're angry all the time or frustrated or like the world's against you <laughs> because it's not. The world is not against you. The world is here for you to thrive and we just have to allow it. So that is my spiel on acceptance. 
Thank you again so much for showing up here today. My fun today that I'm going to talk about is actually showing up and recording this podcast. There's some sicknesses going on in my house right now that um, is enabling us to have a ton of fun. Um, So my fun is actually showing up today in this podcast and doing what I committed to do even though I was late and allowing myself to fulfill a commitment to to myself and to you all. So thank you so much for joining me today and I urge you to check out the next episode of Let's Talk About Bliss, whether it comes out on Tuesday or Thursday or next Friday or whenever. I am inspired to come out with the next episode. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea how thankful I am that you are listening and that you are here in my bubble and I can't wait to connect with you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and listening to Let's Talk About Bliss. Be sure to follow me at, on Instagram at Heather the Coach or check out my website at www.connectingtoblisscoaching.com to find out how we could work together if you want to connect to your bliss.